Welcome to the Just Do It podcast, hosted by Anne Duffy. Dental Entrepreneur Women is here to dive deep and share stories with the mission to inspire, highlight, empower, and connect all women in dentistry. Hello, everyone. It is Anne Duffy, and welcome to the Just Do It podcast. I'm so happy you're here. I am so elated to have my guest co host today, if you will, uh, Miss Jasmine Haley. She is an award-winning national speaker, podcaster, pro-educator, author, and biz growth strategist. She is the founder of the Breakthrough to Excellence Network. She helps women business owners create a business that supports their vision and streamlines their focus so that they can scale their impact, income, and influence. Her philosophy focuses on building your confidence and the business structure to support your goals without sacrificing what you love most in life. You can utilize her business strategy resources at www.jasminehaley.com. Please help me welcome Miss Jasmine Haley. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you, Anne. You're one of my favorite people ever. <laughs> oh my gosh. Don't we go way back? We were like magnets when we first met, weren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I never forget it. And you are, are a real true angel on earth. <laughs> Seriously. And I've said that before and I mean it. Otherwise, I wouldn't say anything at all. You know, you know how oh. people like, um, I don't know if it's a Southern thing. You know, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say nothing at all. Right. But you really are. You really are amazing. So I'm happy to be here. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Well, I'll just, I I credit you to getting the do retreat off the ground because I'll never forget. You know, it's funny. And I tell this to so many people, you know, if you're in town, you had something inside of you. Listen, I'm in Charlotte. I need to call Ann Duffy and, and meet her face-to-face. It was the first time we met, right? First time we met in person. Jump in your van. And I'm talking about, oh, I want to do a retreat. And you're like, get the date. Let's do the date. Everyone's looking at your calendars. We're with Bogey and we were with um, Amber and... and um, Christine. Oh, and Christine. Christine no. wasn't in the car that time. No, no. Christine wasn't in the car, but wait, but, 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 but. there were four of us. Oh, no, that was me. <laughs> I was the fourth <laughs> one. Okay. So we're driving and we got that date and the rest is history. We're getting ready to, to um, you know, have our third annual do retreat. It was so yummy. And, and then I'll never forget your speaking and your talk at the first annual retreat um, on legacy and, and just leaving our dreams in the, in the graveyard and talking about your mom and just being so vulnerable and so just, beautiful. It was just a beautiful, beautiful talk and gave us so much richness to um, break out and and speak about our own um, loss, our own grief and our dreams. And, and you know, we, we focused it around strengths and, um, you know, what, what really we're meant to do in this life. And, um, you know, I think that you have carried this on. I'm, I'm just so proud of you. You, first of all, thank you for the signed copy of this beautiful book that I have. Um, it is, you know, it's breakthrough to excellence, escape fear to reclaim your power and conquer your goals. Jasmine, it's, 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 you know, a work of art for you, my dear. 
It truly, truly is. Oh, I, I just, I was reading it over again this morning, just prepping for this podcast. And I'm like, I need to read it the whole thing again. I'm going to sit, I'm going to gift it to myself today and read it again because, you know, courage and, um, activity and the will to do what we need to do every day to move our businesses forward. It doesn't just happen and then we're okay the next day, right? It is something, it's a muscle that we have to constantly work on to improve and to like just really get up and do it again. So hence the Just Do It podcast. It just really, it really you know, lends itself to that, doesn't it? Tell me about, tell me about a little bit about your journey because you know most of us in the dental arena know you as a Mac Daddy, uh, RDH speaker, coach, teacher. You know you are just at the at the top of the heap when it comes to especially influencing dental hygienists. So tell us a little bit about that journey and and what brought you to this book. I mean, and to write it and to because this was a, a labor of love. It's 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 not just. Um, fluff. I mean, you're, you're, you know, again, you're such a, you know, such a teacher. There's so many um, things in there. The research in here to me is, is really um, so uh, fascinating, you know, things that we, we think we know, but you back it up. So tell us about that. What made you, what made you get started with this? Oh, you know, I've had a very interesting journey and it, when I think about it, I almost have to s- think to my, I've often say to myself, how in the world did I get here? (laughs) So I've always had a love affair with teeth. Um, From a very young age, I wound up being having very severely crowded teeth, being teased about it. And my mother wasn't in a position to actually pay to correct that. So um, I often hear compliments now about my smile. But when I was younger, I covered it up. I covered my mouth all the time. So I had the opportunity to specialize, um, go to a specialized high school for, for dental assisting. It had other healthcare professionals. You could leave and graduate with a certification or be a licensed practical nurse. So that's what I did. I, in high school, I started with the dental assisting program, and I have been working in dentistry since I was 16. Wow. 16 was when I first got my first job. I negotiated my pay. Strong back then <laughs> to get ten dollars an hour. Yep, I I negotiated to I think it was like ten or eleven dollars an hour. Uh, minimum wage was like five dollars, and I needed that money because my mom had limitations as being a single parent, and I also wanted to pay to get my braces, and that's what I did. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I actually just recently shared that on social because I had forgotten that that was something that I had done. And so a lot of times when we look about look at our own journey, we we will find that we've always had what we needed in our toolbox. And I needed to come to that realization. So I finished dental assisting and I decided to go away to college. I was working nights at UPS and all these other odd jobs to maintain Um, myself. And I knew I couldn't, um, I needed to have higher pay at some point. So that's what led me down dental hygiene. I decided to do dental hygiene, but I did have plans to become a dentist. Um, And I actually decided not to because I fell in love and started a family. Um, But I'm happy 
where I'm at because what has led me here has been a revelation of a lot of uh, personal um, hardships that led me to seeing the healing that I needed to do. And the challenges that I fa faced with the toxic work environment led me into entrepreneurship, which I absolutely love. So the work that I'm doing now, although it's completely different, and though I had an amazing journey working with persons living with HIV, dealing with um, those who have a history of substance use disorder, I've had an amazing time working in public health, but the work I do now is really to help other entrepreneurial women scale and grow their businesses so that they can have an equally abundant life, but see their business fruition, their vision come into fruition, and most importantly, honor their God-given purpose. We have too many of us who are afraid to, to seek um, our desires and what we want. And even now, as I as I read the book, I'm kind of cringing because I'm like, did I really like, ooh, like, I feel like I've evolved so much <laughs> yeah. after writing after writing that book. I'm already ready and thinking about the second one that I desire. But um, yeah, that was the that was the main reason why my daughter has read my book. My old oldest daughter has read it. Um, and it was it was meant for young women. And it was meant for other women, no matter what stage you're in, to say, hey, we don't have that long, you know? Yeah. Well, we don't know how long we have, do we? I mean, that's that's the, the conundrum that, you know, we never know what tomorrow will bring. Yeah. So let's make it count and do it with joy. Let's make it count no matter how long we have. That's that's always the way to, and to be able to teach your young daughters that, um, to me, is such a gift. And it's what you're meant to do because- I wish, you know, woulda, coulda, shoulda, right? I wish I knew what I learned at the age of 42. And a lot of people don't realize that I was my first, like, look at personal development and, um, you know, what's possible and the vision and, and what I was good at uh, came when I was 42. And so I love seeing your beautiful daughters and 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 um, what was, I was on that, um, oh, that, uh couple of days with Jamie Lean, uh, Jamie Kern Lima, right? Yes. And then your daughter was the one that signed up. She signed up also. She's, and how old is your oldest daughter right now? She's 12. 12. <laughs> yes, she P signed up squares. for that. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh my God. Can you imagine? Oh, I am just so going to follow her career. She, she will, you know, she is just going to uh, use everything she has and it's going to be in service. And yet at the same time, which a lot of women don't think we should think about she's going to serve herself. Yes. Um, you know, yes. it's, it, it's, it's, you know, what comes first? Um, and I think sometimes um, you have to have that bigger vision of, of, and I think most of us, it comes from a, a, um, you know, knowing ourselves and then also just thinking what we want to do to serve others, but you can't, love others if you don't love yourself and you can't serve others if you don't serve yourself. And we're finding a lot of us find that out the hard way. Yeah, absolutely. And I even see now, you know, my, my mother wasn't equipped with the knowledge that I have because she never got a chance to heal. She never, she came from a generation. She was born in 44 where you just, you worked, you did, you just, you didn't talk about the bad stuff and you just kept it moving but I saw 
how harmful it was for her physical health, the amount of chronic stress that she was continuously under. And when I had my episode, which I share in my book, October 20th, 2014, I know the date only because we were celebrating our, our anniversary. And when I was on the floor from debilitating gastrointestinal pain and my eldest, who was 12 years old, walked in, she was five at four or five years old at that time. When she walked in and I saw the horror on her face, that was enough for me to say, what in the world am I doing? A year after my mother passed away, I'm still living my life chained to this burnout and toxic work environment and chronic stress by choice. Like that doesn't quite make sense. And yet we have so many of us behind the scenes with perfectly curated feeds, perfectly done hair, always a smile on your face, serving everyone else. And deep down inside, we are unfulfilled. We are unhappy. And I feel that every single person here on this planet should not have to live their life that way. And it really is a choice, though, that we have to make. Some of us, we may need more assistance. For me, I deal with depression and anxiety. And, you know, we have to seek help where, where we see fit. And a lot, of, a lot of what I've dealt with is from childhood traumas and things of that nature that I've had to learn through my own inner work to find out how my choices subconsciously were impacting the world that I was living in. Yeah, I had an amazing husband. I had beautiful kids, but yet I was still struggling internally. And there's, I can't tell you in the amount of women um, after any time I speak that come up to me, thank you so much. And then they, then they share. Cause it's just like, they just need to get out whatever that they've been kind of holding inside. And there's more of us than we realize. And, and when we realize when we're not alone, which is why I do life is so special it's going to really help to set some people free. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I feel that too, Jasmine, because I talk to so many women um, on a weekly basis and their stories are so powerful um, and, and actually shocking to me sometimes. I'm like, you know, you see them in a different light, you know, up on stage or in, you know, on their profile or reading their bios, but we all have our struggles and some are just debilitating if you don't surround yourself with people that understand that understand you and are going to wrap their arms around you and give you that extra strength and that's kind of where do that's how do has has really evolved you know when i started it i i really it was just an aaron brockovich like knee jerk reaction like my friend was bullied in her review and she was crying on the phone i'm like that's insane you're the the most sincere person. They told her her smile was insincere. I'm like, what, you're like 50 years old and now they're saying that? That's insane. You're the most sincere person I know. We've got to do something to highlight women in dentistry. I had no idea, you know, what it would evolve into. You know, like we'll talk a little bit about strengths later, but I'm an activator. And so I don't even, I didn't even think about what it would take and what would come of it. I just knew I had to do something and that and, and I, since I was publishing magazine at the time, I said, I'll just, I'll just start another magazine. And um, it's, it's so much bigger and deeper and richer. 
and especially working with women, it's, it's just fulfilling and they just want to be heard. They want to be heard. They have so much potential. And I know in your work, when you're dealing with uh, someone that's starting up their business, leaving their toxic environment, the, the, the fear there and the courage it takes to hang that phone up and do something about it. It's a little easier for me because I have a natural talent of activating. And I'm also, one of my other strengths is positivity. So, you know, a lot of times if I'm having uh, whatever trauma I have, I have a way of like denying it or, you know, just moving on and saying, you know, with the kids even snap out of it, you guys, hey, listen, just, you know, just put it on the back shelf, Um, which now I know. And, you know, shoot, I'm just learning it. I'm always learning. That's not the best way to handle um, events in your life. And I think most women, as you talked about in your book, will shelve their, their sadness, their fear, their, their disabilities, their, the, the trauma that happens in their life. Because we have a lot of people counting on us. And it's just not cool to share that. Well, this is a new age. This is a new era. And it's okay. And your, your struggles become your strengths right? Or, or help you reach your full potential, I think, if you look at it that way. And I think that you, you see that in, in the women that you're coaching. And, and the, and the fear and the, the, that doesn't change because initially I was coaching um, entrepreneurs that were startups. Now I'm working with entrepreneurs who are scaling to multiple six figures. So they've been in business and the fear never goes away. <laughs> Oh, gotcha. It does not matter. In my mastermind group, where we're talking about making, you know, a million dollars, it's the same things that keep coming up over and over again. So there are a number of reasons why societally as a culture, we have taught women how to think, how to, to show up. I mean, I've learned recently, I didn't even know this. I was born in 84, but in the ninth, it wasn't until the 1970s that a woman could get their own bank account or something like that without their husband signing it. It was something wild. And I'm like, that was not that long ago, right? <laughs> like, right. There's, a, there's, a, there's a reason why we're so, we really struggle with that. In addition to the biological changes that happen in our DNA and how our brain is structured when we've dealt with trauma. So we've got societal pressures. We've got biological things that we may be carrying on from our parents' parents that they didn't dealt with, deal with because they shelved it away. And then we have a toxic positivity culture as well that says, hey, ignore it. You just need to do this affirmation today. You just need to do this one meditation yeah. and it's going to change. And it doesn't for it's some like of magic. There's no magic. There isn't. And for some of us that are wired, like how I am, we need to do deeper inner work and be, and have an ironclad. I use this phrase in the book, an ironclad commitment to internal transformation and do it on our own terms. What works for Jasmine may not work for Anne and that's okay. Right. And so, but at the end of the day, make your choice today that you're going to make and have a most fulfilling life as much as possible on your own terms and not anyone else's. Staying in alignment with authentically who we are is something that needs to be um, said more often for everyone, for every woman, 
Sometimes we need permission to hear from someone else. This is a permission for you, okay? You have a permission to pause. You have a permission to do what you see fit. You have permission to ask for what you want. You have permission to get paid what your services are worth as well. You don't need my permission, but maybe you need someone to tell you that today. That's okay. But we need to have these conversations more. The more empowered we are, the better our communities will thrive. Because we already know who's serving those communities. It's us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and I do think we need our tribe. I mean, we really need our 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 group, our masterminds, our our the people that are gonna lift us up, help us and tell us when we're doing right, tell us when we're doing wrong, or we need to pivot here or go there. It's it's something about women. We really love that community. And I think that is just so, so valuable to find it, to nurture it, to be engaged in it. I mean, it's one thing to show up, but it's another thing to like dig in and to really do the work that we need to do. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting. I, I gotta tell you, I, this was, this was my boggling for me the other day. I was over the weekend, I was listening to um, Megan Kelly and Laura Logan on Megan Kelly's podcast. You know, Jazz, it's like I feel, and we all did, I, before I started to do, I thought we were way further ahead than we, than, than we are and that we are even, and that was four years ago. To your point, I mean, how insane is that? In the 70s, we had to have our husbands sign so that we could have our own bank account. My God. And, and yet sometimes <laughs> when you hear these uh, women that it, it, they're, they're, this is now, this is happening now in their lives. And they, we, you know, they seem like they're at the highest point of their career. And yet they've been taken down unfairly. And it just, it blows my mind that we are still sitting in the back seat, still worrying about some of the same things that we've worried about. And like you say, the fear is not going to go away. So if we don't arm ourselves with, with, uh, and, and lock arms and, and lockstep with women that will appreciate us, uh, accept us and for who we are, our unique selves, yeah. Well, I mean, listen, they have a good old boys network. Why can't we have a good old girls network? Right. Let's and do like, it. It's like, yeah, I think, you know, the hardest the hardest thing is, is I am working outside of dentistry, but I've also have worked inside of dentistry and to see what we have dealt with in dentistry. As women is so sad. Mm-hmm. And we're, there's so many different levels of fighting that we're doing with being compensated properly. We are always consistently asked to do things for nothing when we have a where we have a family to care for from big corporations. We're not talking about you know the 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 small mom and pops that are just building and starting up. Um, but you see this across the board, no matter what industry that you're in. We're still fighting and it's still affecting women, but even more so for our women of color, there's even more disproportionate gaps that are there. So again, like you said, we have to lock arms. We have to have these discussions. We have to start demanding more and Mm -hmm. understand that it wasn't that long ago that we didn't even have the basic rights to own, you know, our own property you know, or to have the ability to, to vote, right. Or to, to, to do anything without having a male counterpart. So that, that Mm -hmm. is the reason why we are still so far behind financially 
These are things I've just learned within the last year financially and why we have such a hard time asking for what we want and why we have such a hard time, especially for women in business to say it's $15,000. I know. (laughs) This is what it is, right? Yeah. And you're not paying, you're not paying for, you're not paying for an hour or two hours of my time. You're paying for every degree I've owned. I've gotten you paying for every coaching program I've invested in. You're paying for every amount of year of experience I've put in the hard work, all of that. And yet we have so many of us that are in entrepreneurial poverty. And we have so many of us that are afraid to state our goals and to set up boundaries and to ask for what we want. That is so true. I mean, oh my (laughs) gosh, just, we had a, we had a do learning cruise. Our first one, um, two, two weeks ago, I guess. And Anita Sirianni spoke about know your value. And I mean, when she's talking, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, you think, you know, your value, you don't, you know, like when was the last time you you gave somebody a price and to say 15,000 and like, just mean it and stand firm in that, you know, uh, I, I, it's just unbelievable. And then uh, Dr. Joy talked about conjuring your courage. I mean, these are things that we have to do, or we're never going to move. We have to set the example. I've got to set the example, walk in the walk. And it's what you just said about, you know, honoring everything that led you to this point to be in a position to be able to coach somebody at the level that you're coaching. Oh my gosh, Jasmine, shout it from the rooftops. We, we, we are all, we are all lagging behind in that confidence and courage and knowing the worth we have, which is so huge. And I always, you know, we love men. I, you know, you and I were lucked out. We got the best hubbies in the world. And I, I also think that, you know, um, as women in a business and especially entrepreneurism, it's so helpful when you have the support of your husband, you know, and it's really hard. I give so much credit to, to women that don't have that support because I don't think I could have survived getting to where I am today if, if I hadn't had Tom's just love and support throughout. I mean, no help because we don't work together. I've asked him for help. I've said, honey, can you help me with the books? Can you help me? He's a financial guy. Ah, that doesn't work so well. <laughs> but but I've had his support and um, you know, he's proud of what the work I'm accomplishing. And that's so valuable. But we have to help other women that don't have maybe that or that are just getting started and also getting, you know, in the middle of that and scaling it because they deserve it. And you don't see, I always have said this without consulting, like you just don't see um, a, a man like say Roger Levin in consulting that he's going to just, you know, uh, give up his consulting after he grew it and, and all of that. He he knows what his worth is and people will pay it because they, oh, well, he's the man and he's, he's feeding his family. Well, what about us? We're doing it too. And things are changing a little bit in, in the world. Um, I hope it happens in my lifetime where it's a little bit more equal as far as household work and chores and all that sort of stuff and taking care of things. But women, we love taking care of all of that. I mean, we don't necessarily want to give it all away, right? I mean, we kind of, I kind of like arranging, um, you know, who's going to pick up who at, at soccer or whatever, but we need help to do that plus everything else it takes to build a business. And instead of 
after the end of our careers, like, oh, hey, listen, um, I'm going to, my consulting, I'm going to, you know, stop consulting, but here's a couple of my clients for you. And here's a couple of my clients for, for you. And just, you know, take good care of them instead of like building something, which you are teaching to scale to a certain point when you're finished, you're going to be able to mentor someone else to take it over, which in will carry on your legacy. It's so much bigger and deeper and richer, right? Than to just end something. But your legacy lives on through someone else. And and then and it's worth the money that someone is going to pay you for the sweat and tears and hard work that you put into it. Because then you're also teaching, know your worth, know your value. Yeah. And I, and, and, you know, theoretically we have infinite value. There's no price you can put on us. And when we stop tying ourselves to the outcome of someone saying yes or no, and equating that with our value, we're going to walk differently. And you, what you brought out is the confidence factor. If we had the ability to develop that confidence, to develop the courage as well, we're going to step into rooms differently. We're going to take those leadership roles by the reins, right? And help pull up other people. So one of the things like, you know, one of the things I do miss is I was hosting, you know, dental conferences and anytime any opportunity came, I would give, you know, if there was something else that I learned, I would refer somebody else, just refer them, refer them, refer them. We have to start working together, which is why do life is so important and looking for ways in which we can upbuild and uplift one another. Because when mm-hmm. your success, when you're successful, when I'm successful, that leaves a pathway for others to come up. And until then, you know, we're going to continually see, especially in dentistry, and I'm talking to the RDHs and DAs, the ones that can't own their own practice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to continually see us struggling in business when we have such incredible, brilliant minds. Oh, no kidding. Women in dentistry, I mean, if you just been stuck on that lane, they're so smart. They're driven. They could never, you could never get through dental hygiene school uh, or, or dentistry or dental school or even dental. You couldn't be a great dental assistant unless you're sharp, you're driven, yep. and you have a great work ethic. Yep. I mean- and though it's just incredible to me that we feel like we are like we get to there, there truly is a glass ceiling that is really tough to break out yep. and to to move beyond. And it and we've 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 actually sometimes I think dug our own hole, um, if you will, because we've accepted it. Yes, and we are starting to you know shout it a little bit louder. Um, but what we need is. Uh, for those of us that have been in to, like you said, grab the uh, the arms and the hands of the young women coming up. And and actually, the young women coming up need to help push us up also. You know, I mean, I rely. I'm not just the, I'm not just a mentor. I'm a mentee. You have mentored me, Jasmine. And so many young women in, in dentistry have mentored me. And it, we're all in it together. So there's no way that we're going to be able to do anything this enormous if we don't stick together and we don't champion each other. So I want to give a call to action because I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be who I am if I didn't give you some tips for those that are listening on where you can start first. 
right? Because you're hearing all this stuff, and you're like, oh, okay, but what exactly does that mean? Yeah, yeah. Raw, I'm, I'm the rah-rah, and you're the one that gives the tip. So please give us some takeaways, my dear. So there's an acronym I love to share. It's called OBO. And when you are a legacy-driven individual, you will focus on these three things. OBO. Now, here's the first thing that I need you to understand is that when you are not making legacy-driven decisions, you are going to be dictated by legacy snatchers. A legacy snatcher could be a naysayer that comes in that may leave a, a negative comment on your post and you're like, oh, woe is me. I'm going to quit everything. You know, A legacy snatcher could be you not maintaining your integrity to yourself, such as I need to go for this walk today for my health. That's a legacy snatcher. You're not choosing you. A legacy snatcher is also, sometimes it could be even your kids <laughs> oh, yeah. who are coming in and they're disrupting you and you're not setting up boundaries for your partner or for your children so that you can protect your time. So one of the, the three things that I focus on when it comes to creating a legacy is one, you've got to get organized. You've got to plan for that legacy. And that planning, it could be in the way that you're managing your time. It could be where you're putting your focus, right? Those legacy-driven decisions wouldn't lead you down the path of being carried about by the wind by whatever people's decisions are and leaving you where you're not actually following, following a roadmap to your God-given purpose. So you have to get yourself organized. And organization can mean multiple things. It could mean you using a project management board to stay on task. You don't have to have a business to use a project management board. Um, having things spread out on a whole bunch of different papers gets lost. Find a little central location where things are placed somewhere where it can't easily be lost. And manage your time by setting up, which is B, boundaries. And the boundaries aren't for the other people. The boundaries are for you to protect your mental, spiritual, and physical health. And so the boundaries can be set up with people personally in your life. The boundaries can be set up within your business and your work. What you need to make sure of is that with each decision that you make, each yes that you give, is this leading down the road towards the legacy that you want to leave behind? Is this or is this getting you to a place where your energy is off and is leading you down to the mental spiral of, you know, burnout or overwhelm? Being legacy focused will help you set up those boundaries. There's a book that I love to read. It is called, I think it's just called Boundaries. <laughs> mm -hmm. and I've, I've seen it. Yeah. Yes. And it was phenomenal because they actually shared scriptures that helped me to appreciate, oh, well, God expects me to have it too. Absolutely. We are not martyrs. And so we have to get out of that, that thought process of thinking that we have to be all things to everyone. And then finally, outsourcing. We have got to find a way to outsource. Now, there are some of us that when we woke up at five years old, we said, I want to be a mommy. I want to do this. I want to do that. Right. Some of us are like me. I said, I want to travel the world and have a, um, uh, a thriving career. And, and look at me, I have a beautiful family and that's okay. Motherhood or parenthood or womanhood is defined by us our expectations of what we desire and what makes us happy. So outsourcing could be something as simple as getting a housekeeper. I remember when I finally hired one. Oh my word. Why didn't y'all tell me? I know. 
<laughs> it's the best thing in the world, right? <laughs> Getting a, a a meal clip kit plan sent to your home. And I get mine twice a twice a week so that it makes it easier for me to cook something up in 15, 20 minutes for my family. Um, your outsourcing could be hiring someone, finally saying enough is enough. I'm going to hire that executive assistant or I'm going to hire that nanny or I'm going to hire that dog walker. Those are all legacy driven decisions because guess what? You don't have to do everything. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. And there's so many ways in which you can create a thriving life. You can ask for what you um, are deserving on based on the value that you bring. And you can build your life with ease. Um, It just takes a lot of forethought and it's going to take courage because in the moment that you decide that I'm going to focus on my legacy and I'm going to create joy and happiness in my own life, trust me that the legacy snatches are going to be waiting right there in the corner. And you have to be firm enough in understanding who you are and the strengths that God has given you that no man on this earth can take away from you. Say no, set up those boundaries and stick with the plan. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's, that's how we're going to, you know, I always say skid into heaven with having used everything God gave us you know, which is, is beautiful. And, and thank you for sharing that. And I'm looking around at my, my desk here. I'm like, okay, so right after this, I'm going to straighten it up just a little bit. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, also just, I mean, hiring and, and outsourcing, how lovely to be able to help someone else feed their family. That's how I look at a lot yes. of that. Like what you, you know, and when we know our strengths, you know, what you do, I can't do. And what I do, you can't do, but together, and, and we're talking everybody that helps us in our, in our world, um, we can do some great things. And but I think also that that lends itself to, you know, having a coach that's going to pull you back and keep you focused on what you are meant to do, what you, you know, because I think, and I, one of the things I've thought about when I talk to so many women, Jasmine, is that I, we can have it all if we set boundaries and if we um, pay attention to where we're falling off of the, um, the, I, I value myself, uh, road or, um, I'm, I'm worth it, uh, you know, mindset. So it it, it all comes into play. I mean, it, you know, it's amazing how it's, it's so much of it is mindset and believing in ourselves, right. And believing in ourselves and, and then walking with our God-given talents, which I'm going to segue that we're going to have to, we have to get another, we're going to have to do another one of these podcasts on strengths because, you know, you just, you just floored me when we were right before this call. And you know, everybody that, that knows me knows that I love living your strengths. And um, well, we kind of coined that for uh, do. This is a big part of uh, what do is about is like knowing what your God-given talents are and then looking for opportunities to build on them. And so I've heard from the Gallup coaches that um, the first time you take it is the most authentic. And I wrote down Jasmine's um top five that I uh, think you took it probably. Th- did you take it through? Uh, did we introduce you to the strength finders, by the way? No, I took it when I was right. Uh, my first class for graduate school, first class for graduate school. And so uh, 2016. Okay. 16. Well, that's actually so funny because we did start due in 2016, but you and I probably didn't, uh, you know, meet up until 17. I'm thinking. No, Jasmine. it was later. 18, 18 or 19. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I guess so. Because this is 21. <laughs> Dang. Thank goodness. We, we, if it weren't for due, 
we wouldn't know each other. Yep. So lovely, so wonderful. And all the other people that we both know each other, you know, know yes. in, in this in this circle that's getting bigger and bigger and bigger, right? Because we'll back up a second. One of the things that we have in common is when I started to do, my niche is dental because I've been in dental 46 years. I love dental. I just, you know, most of you know, I just retired after 46 years of hygiene and I loved the career. Um, but it's really about women. It's really about women. And so I love that you've branched out because you're really about women yep. and entrepreneurism. And it doesn't really matter what your career is because the, the mindset is, is all the same. Yes. Fear is fear is there for no matter what. Um, and it's not just women, but but that's a great focus for us, right? So you were yes. achiever, achiever, futuristic, learner, input, and restorative. And so when I read those this morning, when I was prepping for this, I thought, well, you know, of course, because you know, that's why you're a great coach. You know, all these line line up. That's why you never give up. And at the end of the day, you're like, okay, check, 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 right? That's, that's your achiever. And your futuristic is your legacy. I mean, people who are especially talented in the futuristic theme are inspired by the future and what could be. They inspire others with their visions of the future and help transform dreams into reality. Now, if that's not you, I'm I'm curious. I'm curious now. Okay. All right. So you ready to hear? So I, I re I, I only retook it because at the time in 2016, when I, when I joined the master's program, I didn't know who I was mm -hmm. and I was still in that toxic work environment, was transitioning into entrepreneurship and I hadn't yet done the healing journey of therapy and all the other work that I've done. So I knew I changed personally with the growth to kind of rediscover who was already there. Mm -hmm. So Achiever is still there, but it's not in my top five anymore. So here, you ready? Yeah, All I'm right. ready. Futuristic is number one. Ah. Number two is focus. Number three is command. Number four is relator. And number five is learner. Wow. Mm -hmm. And I had, I had someone do a um, assessment for those new strengths. And what she told me in her 25 years of doing strengths, like writing them out and, and viewing them and, and create, creating like a, like a pitch for that person based on that personality, there was only a handful of people that she's ever met that had that array of strengths before, because I have a strength in every category. How about it? Yeah. That's unusual. And that's very odd. That's very unusual. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. That is interesting. And I, and I would encourage everyone to, you know, you know, get with somebody to just like, um, dive into those and, and how they map onto you. I wouldn't be surprised though. Those don't surprise me at all, Jasmine. So, I mean, sometimes when you get your 34, um, and I have, I just recently got my 34, like I took strength finders, you know, 13, years ago and I just got my 34. So usually they're in your top 10. So that would be an interesting thing just to like see what, did you get your 34 by the way? Yes, I did. Yeah. Okay. So were they in your top 10? Um, Do you remember that? I No, I don't know, but uh, you're going to make me look it up because <laughs> I want to know. I definitely want to know. <laughs> well, futuristic and then learner, of course. I mean, I would have guessed you were a learner to begin with because when yeah. I read your book, which again, Breakthrough to Excellence is an excellent book and a great read and something that you want to keep on your top of your desk to refer back to. Um, you know, you can tell you're a learner because, you know, you put so much 
so much thought into that, but that kind of goes along with input as well. Yes. I love future, futuristic though. That's all you are about the legacy, yep. right? That just, and, and that's, and also you're a visionary, you know, I mean, um, you, that is a true, you're a true visionary. So you are a leader <laughs> command, no surprise. Okay. <laughs> no surprise. I wish I would have written those down. Say I've, those got, so I've got the full, you want to hear the rest of them? Yeah. Okay. The next one is significance. Oh gosh. Activator. Yep. Intellection. Yep. Developer and individualization. Oh my gosh. Those are so great for coaching for a coach. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> you know, this is what this is what's so lovely about this um certain assessment is that you look at yourself, there the scientific background and, and information that goes into you know, pulling these out of you is 40, 47 years old. Right. And so that is unbelievable. Who would not want you to be a coach? And just, especially with, you know, and then significance running your business and soaring and leading it. You're, you're really leading um, so much of us into the mindset of what's possible. You know, because you kind of buck the system a little bit when you love, you kind of, you know, you said, okay, I like dental, but I'm moving, moving, <laughs> moving out. Um, yes, it doesn't mean I know. that, you know, yeah. I mean, but, but you, you know, and then activator, of course I love that. Any, anyone that's an actor, you can't, you know, that's, that's something that you actually, you know, you decide to start and you don't really exactly know how you're going to get there, but know that you have to get there some way and then you won't give up and achievers not in your top 10. No. Isn't that That something? is interesting. Well, when I read your book and I thought about, you know, just well, that's that's almost like a hamster on a hamster wheel in a way. Achievers. You know, we we just we never do enough. We're never enough. And and I love that about you've changed your mindset. So, okay, that that's just a little taste of all this ladies that are listening today. Um if you don't like your strengths, maybe you should take it again and um <laughs> You know, but, but there's a time for everything. Right. And yeah. so I, I believe that these are, these are really exactly who you are now. And I think it's great that you realize that. And it's a great realization for me. And I'm going to thank you for that. So I've just totally changed my entire mindset on that. So you know, <laughs> if you want to take it again, go for it. But, you know, Jazz, we're going to do another one of these to like really delve into, to these new strengths as you've discovered. Yes. I would, I would love to tell you, share how I've used them with hiring. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's been phenomenal now that I really understand. So how's that? Say a little bit about that. You mean when you're hiring, tell me. I won't hire someone unless they have actually taken this. So I'm okay with paying. Um, and then I only choose strengths that are compliments to mine. Wow. And so even if they may have an amazing resume and all that stuff, that we often will look at when we're hiring, I look at their strengths. I look at their Kobe as well to see how that will complement my own and how it will take my business to the next level because I'm so focused on legacy and planning my business out five to 10 years in advance. And I need a team that's equipped to support that. Yes, that's good. And someone just recommended me to have, um, cause we're hiring some, some people to our team and the Kobe and I took the Kobe and I, I, I talked to, um, gosh, I forget, um, Chris can't remember his last name, but anyway, it's ridiculous. But anyway, um, about that. 
And so I'm going to look into that again also, because I think you're right. I mean, just the fact that you are executing, influencing, relationship building, strategic thinking across the board, um, that is unusual. So you've got it all, but you're going to need um, someone that, well, what do you, like, okay, so the last person, let's just say the last person you hired, what was their their main domain? Do you, do you, what are you looking, what were you looking for? Um, executing. Executing. Executing and relationship. And relationship. You know, I think so many of us entrepreneurs need executing, executors, so to speak, right? Because we got the ideas, um, but just actually getting the work done, um, that, that is something that I think a lot of us are, are, um, are lacking. And these are God-given strengths. So, you know, I believe, and I, and I, I don't want to speak for you, but I believe that God gave us these talents in the womb. He knew what we were capable of. And he knew that if we worked on developing these strengths, that we could achieve all of our dreams and help build his kingdom. And I mean, I'm, I'm, that's, that's just how I believe in, in it. And it's, it's, it's so rich because he, you know, someone said this to me a long time. He doesn't, he doesn't make junk. He makes perfection. And we all have, we all are special. Everyone has special talents. And when we use those talents and we were in that lane, that's when the true um, magic and the true um, success comes, not only from within, but from without, from outside of ourselves. So kudos to you. This is okay. So let's do a podcast every week, Jasmine Haley <laughs> and Ann Duffy, um, because I could, I have learned from you so much, even just today. So it's just a taste, ladies, on, on what to expect. I really, I really um, hope that you'll reach out to Jasmine. You know, if you think you need some coaching right now or you need to learn more about yourself or how you can take your business to the next level, um, you know, number one, you got to get breakthrough to excellence and then reach out to her, um, you know, maybe get in her mastermind. Um, Do what it takes to use everything you have to be the success that you know you can be, we know you can be, and the world needs you to be. So Jasmine, thank you for coming on today. Thank you for having me, and Oh, I love you so much. I, I hope that too. hope you can make our retreat this year. It's November 11th through the 13th. We're getting the planning going. It's going to be so much fun when we get all those women together um, in a group, just, you know, sharing, exploring, and lifting each other up. So you all just take care. Jasmine, how can they reach you? Uh, you can reach me um, on Instagram at it's Jasmine Haley. I'm a Jasmine without an E at the end. Um, or go to jasminehaley.com, J-A-S-M-I-N-H-A-L-E-Y.com. And your podcast is called? Breakthrough to Excellence. Yay. <laughs> yay, yay, yay. All right, y'all. You guys just have a great day, everybody. Um, you know, keep doing you because you are special. All right. Love you all. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Just Do It podcast hosted by Ann Duffy. To learn more about dental entrepreneur women, to share your story, or to join the movement, please visit our website, do.life. That is D-E-W dot life. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app to make sure you don't miss an episode. And in the meantime, keep doing you.